Mahalo, everybody. This is the Big Planet Comics Podcast. Hello. Episode 175. Uh, that's insane. Oh, my God. If we were a comic, we'd be double-sized. That's true. Although this episode might be double-sized. We have a lot Hopefully. to cover. Um, yeah. It's been a weird time. Who are you? I don't know. Who am I? <laughs> Who are you? I'm Kelly. Uh, that's Kelly. I'm Jared. I'm Jared. And I am are you Nick, Nick today. Nice. Today. Hello. Today. Nick. Um... Yeah, what have you guys been up to lately? I haven't been up to much of anything except Uber driving. I've had some crazy rides. Keeps you busy. Uh, yeah. I had some really weird people in my car, but it's Did fun. you drive someone to the concert that I was at on Monday? Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, really? It was funny. Like, I, f- I didn't know it was happening. And, like, I drove, so I picked up somebody at Georgetown. And they're like, oh, we're going to Wolf Trap. I was like, well, all right. Well, what's a Wolf Trap? They're like, Flight of the Concords. And I was oh, like, really? what? That's tonight? <laughs> oh, yeah. No. I, like, I, I didn't know that. about that. And then it I dropped them off. It was sold out. Like, I, they dro- I dropped them off. And it's crazy. I ended up like, the rest of the night, like I went, I ended up way out in Manassas, no. and then at some point, I ended up back towards Vienna, and I picked somebody up from the concert. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Uh, and took them to DC, so I ended up going full circle, and I ended up like right outside the store. <laughs> just oh, like, really? Yeah, Weird. I just went in a big loop. Um, Weird. But yeah, that's fun. That's pretty much what I mean. I've been Ubering like crazy. What yeah. do you guys went up to? I watched uh, the Netflix Voltron, all of it. Oh, I heard it was really Is good. That a new it's one? so good. Is it really yeah. good? They what? did it. Yeah. When did that come out? Uh, Just like last a few week, days ago. A couple days oh, ago. Weird. It's yeah. supposed to be great. Everybody loves it. Yeah, it's 11 episodes long. The first episode is an hour pilot. Everything else is like 20 it's, minutes long. It's really good. Is it one it's story or is it like. good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, the casting, half of it is like old voice acting people and half of it is like younger television actors and the combination is great. Although one of the pilots, the guy who does his voice is Finn, like the guy of Finn the human on Adventure Time. Oh, really? And that character is the one who's kind of like the horn dog. Oh, weird. And it's, I, I, there are these moments where I'm like, Finn, no, stop. (laughs) Finn's Finn's kind of a horn dog. Yeah, but. Yeah, He's kind of know. like a more subtle horn dog because it's a kid's show. But and Jake is there to like slap him, and right. there's no Jake. Fair enough. <laughs> Finn's definitely a horn dog. Yeah, a little bit. Um, He's more girl crazy than anything. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, if it was like more adult, he'd be a horn dog. <laughs> he'd be like, but no, it's great. Grosser. The animation is incredibly good. It's a huh. really beautiful balance of 2D and 3D. Um, That's awesome. That's cool. Yeah, I highly recommend it. I know. I want to watch it. All my friends have been telling me it's great. I want um, more I had no tomorrow. Idea. <laughs> you won't get more I- tomorrow. <laughs> I know, but there's going to be more because it's eventually, yeah, in a year. Um, but yeah, uh, what have you been doing, Jared? Uh, I went to Chicago for the Cake uh, Comics cake, cake, uh, Chicago cake, cake. Alternative Comics Expo, which was awesome as always. And I actually had time to look around Chicago. I went Ooh. down. It was funny last year. I was there during Cake. What? I was at a, oh, that's that. right. Yeah, I remember. I, I was that. at a wedding though, Crazy. and I couldn't. I, I was trying to make it, but it was yeah. like it's like it would have taken me like an hour side. and a half to get there because yeah. I was in like the suburbs, like way that's, out. Chicago is huge. So big. It's so big. Like. It's insane how spread out everything is. Like yeah. when I went to this wedding, the the wedding and the reception were like forty five minutes apart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we drove in and it uh, we got to the sign that said "Welcome to Chicago," and we drove for fifteen more minutes before on a highway before we got to the skyscrapers. I'm it's, just like, what? It's huge. Yeah, it's insane. Uh, but it was really fun. It was really cool. I went fun. down to the lake and it was a million degrees out and I probably got a little sunburned. Uh, yeah. I saw a lot of amazing architecture. Did you eat any cake? Ton of good food. They had cake for free on both days, and I did not get nice. it. Oh, really? Yeah. The hell? They ran out. Oh, uh, they ran out. But I had some pie, which was amazing. Nice. Went to a store that did pie and biscuits, and that's all they made. That's did you go with Rusty and my uh, Mecca? Nope. I, think. No. I know when you and Joe and Rusty went like oh, yeah. on. Uh, we went to Toronto. Toronto. Right? Decadence. I remember you guys yeah. were just it, like you guys posted at least like. 1,000 pictures of food and it was like they're they're like it was like like eight times hunters. a day i was like how much food are you guys eating how many a meals lot. are you eating a lot it's crazy uh but it all looked amazing i tried my best on this i had some crazy antics with uh, my friends i was staying with who were literally were like hey uh make sure you're back at the apartment so we can let you in we're going out at 11 o'clock at night we may not be back till three or four in the morning wow. which in fact was five or six in the morning and i was woken up in the middle of the night twice uh by crazy people trying to get into the house it was amazing <laughs> Some of whom actually live there, so that's okay. Fun. But yeah, it was it was a really good show. Yeah. What else did I do? Uh, how was the concert? It was, great. It was yeah. great. Yeah, it was great. They did. Some I had like two other friends that were there too. Uh, yeah. I w- so I bought a T-shirt and then I walked into Cafe Amori in Vienna, mm-hmm. which is the great coffee shop. The next morning, and like half the baristas had also been at the oh, really? concert. Nice. Yeah. It yeah, was no, a lot of people. Yeah. No, it was totally sold out. It was chaos um, getting out of there. Like I had to pick somebody up, and was, I was like, "They're like, we're at Wolf Trap." I'm like, "Cool. Like where? Yeah. <laughs> There's like a million people yeah. here. No, we parked further out. I mean, I technically could walk there from my house, but we some, didn't do that. Some drunk guys tried to steal the Uber. <laughs> nice. They're like, "Just oh, take no. us, man." I was like, "No, nah, I'm gonna take these people. <laughs> they sound more so." 
over. <laughs> yep. No, it was crazy good. They were workshopping some new stuff. Um, and my favorite. Thing oh, really? That they, That's cool. Yeah, my favorite thing they did was one that they could not remember to save their lives. <laughs> nice. And so it was incredibly long and just like. Are they doing more episodes? I don't think they're doing episodes. I think they're doing a new Recording album. Stuff. Just yeah. An album. Um, yeah, but it, you know they're they're both so talented and, and it's and their careers have gone in different directions. Yeah, so it was fine. really interesting to see. Did you see, see what we do in together. the sh- what we do in the shadows? Yeah, I wore oh. my what we do in the shadows ah, Kickstarter backer so T-shirt. Nice. There. It is so good. <laughs> I can't yeah, they're doing this, another one. The sequel, yeah, the wolf oh, yeah. one. And the director of that is the director of Thor 3. What? Yeah, Taika Waititi. Oh, is, is that right? Yeah, That's he's crazy. one of the vampires Whoa. in it. And the guy who's the wolf, uh, who's the wolf man. Rec- he's great. He's in a lot of stuff. He's one of the voices of Voltron. Wasn't he on this Flight of the Concords too? Very thematic thing. Yeah, he was their, he was the he manager, was their agent. Yeah. Or yeah, manager. Yeah, yeah, he did manager. Okay. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so great all around. Oh, and I finally watched all of Over the Garden Wall, which oh, is amazing. Well oh done. my god, it's so good! <laughs> and it just like auto isn't it like mind blowingly good, especially it's like near the one end. One of my favorite things I've ever seen. And then it auto played, so it just looped into the next episode, 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 and it got the last one and it started over at the first one. So I just started watching it, and there's so much foreshadowing and stuff. Yeah, in the first is, one. I was like, yeah. I have to watch this whole thing again right now. <laughs> I mean, it's uh, only like you watch it, you watch all yeah. of it. it's like an hour and a half it's or two yeah. hours. So good, it's want, really great. Oh my god, one yeah. of the best cartoons I've ever seen. Yeah. Best anything I've ever seen. It's it's great. It's like so. Uh, I don't know. It's so unique. I don't know. Yeah, it's good. I'm so happy for you, Jared. You've loved the it's, comic for so long. I know, right? <laughs> and I had no idea. Like, I was like, why is all this weird sheet music in this comic? And I'm like, cause the music's great. Yep. It's uh, yeah. When you get to the twist, like near the end, it's yeah. it's insane. It was, like yeah. never, I never saw it coming. I didn't either. Like, what? And you go watch uh, first episode. It makes it more ah, amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Everyone watch it. It's good great. stuff. Uh, yeah. That's what we've been up to. Let's see if there's any other things going on in the world with some news. All right, got some news to cover, and uh, the most important of all uh, is that Helen Mirren has been confirmed for Fast Eight. <laughs> what this is, is like Kelly's dream come true? Her two favorite I'm things. So in, what does that mean? Two favorite things in the world: Hel- Helen Mirren and Fast and the Furious. God, she, I hope she, she drives a car. I hope she plays Jason Statham's mother. Oh, it's like the s- bad guy. She'd I be want. The best. I just want her in a room with The Rock. Like that's all I <laughs> oh, want. She'll be. She'll be. I hope she's on a behind mo- the wheel of a car and in the room in a room with The Rock. I hope she's on a motorcycle. <laughs> oh, man. oh man, she needs to drive a tank. That's a what tank she needs to do. She just shows up in this a tank. This movie is going to be the greatest thing. I know. I was like, how could this movie anybody? get any better? It's got Jason Statham. It's got The Rock. Yep. Oh, you guess Jason Statham won't be in the next one. Yeah. But anyway, it's got The Rock. It's got Vin Diesel and Helen Mirren. <laughs> what a trio! Yeah, amazing. Yeah. That was mostly just for Kelly's Thank benefit. You. Did you I know that before, I'm before today? You did? I didn't know that. You don't think that like half the people I know on Facebook <laughs> were posting about this. Hey, Helen this is my social circle. Uh, it's great. <laughs> it's so exciting. Um, yeah. The other even crazier news is that Netflix is making a Hilda show. Uh, Luke Pearson's Hilda. If you don't know what that is, read it. It's great. Uh, making it into a 12-episode animated series in 2018. Uh, it's based on the first four books that have that are out so far. Which I think it's all four of them or five. Right now. Four. Four. The fifth five. one should be out soon, yeah. but or maybe next year. But yes. that'll just be the next season. Hilda's yep. a really fantastic um, kids series from No Brow, which is a British publisher. Um, yeah. It's really, really beautiful. It's a lot like Over the Gun Wall, actually. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like this little girl Hilda who can see all the magical creatures that inhabit the world around us, and no one else can see. And so there's lots of like gnomes and giant monsters right. and. Very Scandinavian in its yeah. feel for some reason. Yeah. Um, it's like a fairy tale. It's amazing. It's wonderfully drawn and colored. Yeah. Luke Pearson's like one of my yeah. top. He's so good. Top five artists. He's been at SPX in the past. Yeah. So hopefully we'll see him again. He drew a picture of Rude Dog for me. Congratulations. <laughs> nice. I was like, draw one of your favorite cartoon characters. And he's like, I think this is what he looks like. And I was like, that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He was really nice. He's very shy and friendly. Yeah. Uh, um, someone was posting about yeah. is like, I don't know how Luke Pearson's going to handle this level of fame because he's such a shy. He's nice like super, guy. yeah. He's super yeah, introverted so. guy. He's great. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited for him, and I can't wait to, to see it. I mean, it's going to be awesome. Yep. Oh my god. So, uh, so yeah. Good. Netflix killing it with the acquisitions here. Yep. Uh, yeah. So that was all our news. Good. You got anything else? No. Nope. Uh, let's do some questions. Hello, guys. Hello. We're here with some questions. Uh, first up, we got a question from Pat. Pat hello, says, Pat. hello, most comprehensive podcasters in the multiverse. Hey. Hey, hello. Pat. Thanks for that compliment. And it's true. Uh, 
What's the best way to organize a comics collection? I currently have long boxes for each publisher I read, with some of the smaller publishers sharing a box. This breaks down when a title like Sherlock Holmes changes publishers. <laughs> oh, man. that's What do you do? Uh, I've considered by genre, but that system can quickly break down as well, with either too many genres or too many books too many books too that many don't boxes. fit in one. Uh, is alphabetical the only answer? Organizationally challenged. Well, organizationally challenged. Pat, I'm word challenged. Um Oof, that's tricky because like I Man. think off the top of my head, like Gru and Usagi Yojimbo, which have jumped like four or five publishers each, like you would go insane if you collect those books. I, I don't know why you've ever done this. I feel like alphabetical is. I'm really such a purist when it comes man. to alphabetical. Yeah. yeah, I think alphabetical is the only way to go. By publisher, publisher is like insane. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we. You have to write back in and defend your. Like, choice would you put like Batman wow. with Scooby Doo? Uh, like, you know, well, I mean, I guess he probably doesn't get Scooby Doo, but still, <laughs> you might. You might. You never know. But yeah. Because it's like very different. Yeah, it yeah. can get weird when you know publishers are bought by other publishers oh, as right. well. True. Right. Um, Follow so that like, where do I put training. my yeah? Where do I put my Grifter comics under yeah. Wildstorm or DC? Are you putting Vertigo with DC and Icon with Marvel? And yeah, yeah. you you got to write and explain this because we we just we can't. Yeah, I don't even know. We can't grow. I don't even know how that will work. Uh, we think alphabetical is a, a fine. Choice. It's a hundred percent the only way to go. It's true. Um, like we do it by genre here, but the genres are in alphabetical order, but. Uh, that's only f- mostly for us to be able to be, you know, somebody give recommendations. Rec- yes. recommendations. Like, uh, what's a good horror comic? Or somebody like, yeah, somebody came over. He's like, what's a, well, show me a good horror comic. I was like, well, here's a horror section. I'm like, oh, you have a horror section? Easy. Yeah. Yep. It makes it easier for everybody. For us. That's for it. us and, and the customers, too. Yeah. You know, people are like into it. They're like, I, I don't want to read any fantasy stuff. Yeah. I just want to read Boom. some nonfiction. Boom. Go, nonfiction. But yeah, I would say alphabetical. Alphabetical and then chronological inside that. But if you're doing it on shelves like books, I would do it by size. I do it by size, which is and alphabetical, but size. Yeah, I do it 100% by wherever the heck I want to put a book, <laughs> whatever <laughs> shelf has space yeah, left. Yeah, actually, on that's it. pretty much what I do. That's my size. Basically. I used to have yeah. it done by color, which is really fun to do. Ooh. But it take, but I oh, I lost and, it when I moved. Yeah, Kevin. Kevin and Brooks. Yep, is inca- it looks incredible. Yeah, it's I used to color. have it like that, but I moved to West Virginia and then I moved back, and it's such a it's such a nightmare to start. Right. But once you That's have true. it, you're oh, fine. Great, yeah. But doing it to begin with, and so I haven't done That's it again. A lot of work. But it's really cool if you can if you have the energy. I just, just put it on whatever weekend. shelf is free. Just yeah, exactly. Have a long box and decide the most predominant color on the cover of each issue and put them in colors on the color wheel. That's, I've, been, I've been whittling it, whittling it. it down to like my favorite stuff. I'm like, you know, yeah. I don't need this. Why do I have this? Yeah. That's always the trouble. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah, so thanks for the question, Pat. Uh, you should just do it alphabetically um hopefully that's the answer that is the answer that is the only answer yes yep. um yeah thanks for your question uh next up we have s- another question from safe uh who's who's done some questions before yeah safe says what do you think about being able to watch movies at home at the same time as theater release i have had bad theater experiences almost every time i've been to one wow, whoa that's terrible that is that's terrible awful. i have great theater experiences. Yeah. i love it um I've stopped going for a while now, but I still want to be able to talk to friends about new comic book movies coming out right now. There is serv- there are services being pitched right uh, pitched right now called The Screening Room, where you can buy a box for $150 and then are able to rent same-day release movies for $50 for 48 hours. That's, That's insane. Crazy I'm expensive. really looking forward to this and wanted to know what you guys thought about Not it. Not really. $50? Think about it. You could like have your friends over and have like your private screening of Captain America. Yeah, but you're like, each of you give me $10. Well, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's still cheaper than doing it the other way. That's awesome. Yeah. I don't know. See, when No, because I... like, so many people have like home theater setups that are better than some movie theaters. Like, right. if you're that into the yeah. technology. Yeah, I mean, if you have like, like a crazy setup. Yeah, they're like, I got a projector with surround sound. It's like people like that. There are a ton of them. That's kind of But cool. I like going to the public. I don't know. I like hearing people's reactions. To I stuff. love being in a room with people who are excited about a movie. It depends. It so depends. Oh, it depends. I yeah. think on a comedy and maybe some horror films, it's amazing. But you go to one like suspenseful drama thing, and some schmo pulls out his phone, and you suddenly have this bright screen like one right. chair away from you. I want to murder people. I mean, that's always the risk. I don't. I what don't I'm know. saying, but that happens, and clearly that's happened to them. Right. Like I don't know. When know? I lived yeah. in West Virginia, I lived uh, literally a mountain away from a movie theater. Yep. <laughs> one um, mountain. And is so that I, how they measure, measure things? In West well, Virginia? it was about an hour drive. Uh, how many mountains is that? <laughs> yeah, one. Well, I live between two mountains, so that was pretty <laughs> much <laughs> it was the deal. Nice. Um, 
And I had this dog that I couldn't leave, so I never, ever went to the movies. And every time I came home, I would go to see, like, two movies a day. Nice. Because I missed it so much. So I I can't give up that cinema experience. No, it's great. Like, even if I'm the only person there. No, that's sometimes better. But I think it's often the crowd. Because, like, you say you go in there with your two friends, and there's no two seats together. I'd say if you go, like, on the sides. Well, you buy buy your tickets. All the theaters I go to have reserved seats. that's all your seats. But that's not all of them. I never go, like, Friday and Saturday night. That's That's, the 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 key. That's what... That's when, like, the general public is there. Yeah, that's true. I'm not, lucky that I don't work Thursdays and Fridays, so I go that's see true. all of the brand new movies, like, that's at 11 o'clock perfect. in the morning on Friday. Thursday at 9 is the earliest I've gone. <laughs> that's pretty good. The, like, if you go Thursday at 9 or 10, it's, like, six books. I definitely saw oh, Civil really? War at 10.30 yeah. in Oof, the morning. That's great. So. That's we should bucks. go do that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, we should totally do that on Thursday. It's great. Uh, uh, yeah, it's tomorrow. Let's do it. Let's go see. I don't know what's out. Nothing. Is there anything out? Anything I want to see? That movie she just talked about sounded great. Yeah, well, I don't think Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. No way. God, no. So, Saif, do what you want to do. If you don't, Um, you know, if that's the thing that you're comfortable with. I think if you get a bunch of people together, this will be amazing. That's a lot of money. It's my only thing I'm concerned about. It'll be a big investment because you probably would have to have a really good setup for it. So you don't want to just watch it on like a tube television. But if you (laughs) can do it with people who you know aren't going to be jerks, then, you know, and can kick some money your way then especially yeah, that's like cool. yeah if you could do it as like a party every time it's like come over to my house we're gonna watch captain america that's amazing yeah that's really cool yeah if you Although get like i feel like you run the risk of it turning into like a mystery science theater 3000 thing yeah, where people true. feel like they can talk over the movie because you're sitting in your living room Ooh, you have... that's a whole different problem yeah yeah, yeah. there's some there's people... always somebody <laughs> like yeah, be careful about who your friends are yeah <laughs> yeah well like whenever i watch a movie with my mom she drives me i don't know but yeah. like yep. i mean i love my mom but like she's Same like with mine yeah she's very chatty um my mom's always like who is this person? I'm like, wait, oh no! Nah, no, like talks to the screen. Oh you're no, like, oh, you're so stupid. Like, <laughs> it's like it's, it's perfect it's for fine. horror movies. It's fine when we're like at home, like yeah. whatever, you know. My she doesn't dad... do it in the movie theater usually. She'll sometimes she'll lean over and be like, oh, that guy's so stupid. Look at him. <laughs> <laughs> my dad is has very poor hearing and refuses to get a hearing aid and so he'll ask me questions like oh, well no. who is that guy and it, half, the, half the time the answer is like I know what you know no, we no, are no, watching the same does. movie right. I'm like I've made no further well, intuitive about, leaps <laughs> the thing about my mom is that like it, it makes it all fine is like she's like super enthusiastic about yeah, it she's like awesome. always into it like she's really into like action-y kind of things oh that's fun I remember we saw the trailer for like X-Men Apocalypse she's like oh I want to see that oh really? Like, really that's awesome <laughs> I was like we I don't to, even think I want to see it what we went to see Star Wars and we saw the trailer for Warcraft and my dad was like that looks cool I'm like who are you oh man I'm totally <laughs> go- what the hell I'm totally gonna go see Warcraft oh <laughs> uh, it's gonna be awful yeah I can't wait I have heard it is terrible yeah, I can't I'm wait I'm not excited I'm not gonna go see it I just found out uh, when I was hanging out with my parents that my dad really wants to watch Tarantino films and has never seen any because my mom never wants to see them I was like what that's I'll totally go see well, them see, that's, that, that kind of thing my mom's on it too yeah. she likes like like the Hercules movie with the yep. rock. She was super into that. There you go. <laughs> she likes that kind of stuff. Oh, that stuff is fun. Yeah. Anything with like animals in it, she's all about it. Oh, People man. lost in the wilderness. No. Favorite genre. <laughs> really? My, yeah. my mom's favorite genre is shipwrecks. Oh, like nice. if there is Goodness. a movie about a ship <laughs> getting wrecked and everybody dies, that is my mother's favorite. My mom watched all of that like zoo TV show. <laughs> she was like, hey, animals are going crazy and killing people. I like it. It's great. <laughs> she's all about the animals. Uh, that's great. She's like, yeah, she's into it. She's into it. Cool. Uh, yeah, so that's... Sorry that I, we got derailed into yeah. talking about the movies that our parents like. As you can see, we like going to the movies. So yeah. uh, I would say find some good friends, yep. find a good time, and go to the movies. Well, let us um, know how it goes. I'm quite Stay away from like the weekends because that's when yeah. all the, the normal people are but there. But yeah, there's some, there's the some good, uh, good experiences. <laughs> yeah, the general the population, which are like... Ooh. Apparently, well, yeah. there's a protest we going out outside. outside our store. Hopefully, it's, Ho- uh, hopefully they're not protesting us. No more podcasts. <laughs> no more podcasts. Yeah. Uh, is that Kevin out there? Oh, okay. um, Yeah, so that's all of our questions. We did get a very exciting. We had asked last time for people to write us. Yeah. We got something that's all of our questions. even we better. Got, yeah, we got actual mail. Yeah. I was just talking about last time how we, I don't get any physical mail, but I guess we it all together got some physical mail. The yeah. podcast did. So uh, Anna Selheim, who is apparently a longtime listener of the podcast. Hello. Thank you, Anna. Um, she wrote me a few months ago and asked if she could s- that she was getting her um, she asked if she could send us her thesis, which was a collection of mini comics. Right. And obviously we said, yeah, heck, of, yes, of course, please. Um, so, yeah, she did. She sent it in, in this beautiful painted box. And on the inside of the box, it actually said she painted our little logo, which is great. Um, and the comics are really, really good. Um, 
I yeah, I sat down and read them immediately and was just thrilled. I haven't seen it till today because <laughs> Kelly brought it over and I never go to the Vienna store. I've been hoarding it in Virginia. Uh, but yeah, leave it here. I don't, I don't read them. Yeah, I'll, I'll bring it back to Vienna. But yeah, it's a uh, it's a great great job. The, the comics look great. Yeah, uh, I'm excited to read them. We hope you have graduated with honors because this looks fantastic. Yeah, yeah, you should, yeah, you and definitely should have. I mean, these are. Better than a lot of mini comics I've seen. Yeah, I've seen, I I've seen some pretty bad ones. Um, I know this was your. Well, she's at school at what SVA? I'm not. I'm not sure. Actually, I think so. I forgot. Um, <laughs> but yeah. So if you, yeah, if you, if you decide to put these out, you know, come to SBX and sell them. That absolutely do it. If We'd not, be happy send some to, to us and we'll buy them. Review them. Yeah, send us. We'll sell them in the store. There People will enjoy them. Yeah, uh, yeah, and that's true for you know fans of the podcast. If you've written a comic, you know, yeah, if send it is, it. Out comics it. out there. Like, Our, send them our way. We'll we check like them out. Them. Send it to the the DC or the Vienna stores or their best bet. The addresses are on the website. Yeah, don't send so. them to College Park. Yeah, no, I mean, send them to College Park. It'll take a while to get to the right people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So that was all of our questions. Uh, all of our mail. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, physical mail. Um, yeah. Let's do some gosh darn reviews. We love comics, they're swell, except when they're written by Scott Lovedell. I prefer important books like Louis Riel. It's time for reviews. All right. Kicking into high gear with some more rebirth. Yeah. So much rebirth. Sounds gross. Uh, first up, we got <laughs> Batman Rebirth number one and Batman number one. We're just going to combine them. Uh, Batman Rebirth number one is Scott Snyder and Tom King, Michael Jannon and June Chung. Batman number one is Tom King, David Finch, Matt Banning, and Jordy Belair. Uh, tell us about this, Jordy. So how how many issues did Snyder write on Batman? Did he write up into the 40s? 51. Didn't he skip a couple? Or did uh, he didn't do 52? No, he did all 51, but then like there was a couple fill-in artists for yep. like one-shot stories yep. here and there. But it was him and Capullo most of the time. Uh, so this uh, first issue is kind of passing the torch. You've got Scott Snyder uh, co-writing with Tom King, who is now taking over as the regular writer with uh, the regular number one. Uh, so as far as rebirth issues go, I was kind of disappointed with the Batman one. It felt very light, and then it's like a very much of the setup side of I the kind of rebirth. The main, ones. Yeah, like the thing I was talking about like last time with all the rebirth stuff is like the rebirth one shots are all like here's a lot of exposition about Batman, it's like how do we about set Superman, up Batman yeah. and here's, doing his stuff. Yeah. But I, this one had a little more to it. I mean, um, I had that interesting story of like Calendar Man changing the seasons. So you, you see all these different seasons go by. They're setting up a bunch of stuff with Duke, which is really yeah. exciting. Making Duke a, a yellow Batman of some sort. Yeah, um, we don't really know what that's going to be. Um, however, having said that, I just wanted to say that because Batman 1 was awesome. Yes. Batman 1 was pretty um, great. Uh, but Michael Jannon's art is great. Yeah. Uh, oh, no, I no, wish yeah. he was the regular artist on this because they might switch it back. I'm a huge forth. David Finch fan. So. Uh, although his art in this is pretty good, I, I enjoyed it. You know, it worked. Uh, this is kind of the most insanely over-the-top heroic superhero Batman I've seen in a while that literally... He has a more classic, like, old-school Batman. Yeah, like, like more a, fun. a plane gets hit by a rocket, and he is trying how, trying to figure out how to save it uh, using ridiculous amounts of bat gadgets and, like, teamwork and, and like, math. every crazy... Yeah, there's <laughs> yep, a lot of math. math. Yep, a lot of uh, geometry. I love uh, that. I love the, like... The, a lot of the, physics. Yeah, the like detective side of it of you know right. you tell yes. me this, what's this like? Uh, but like super teamwork and like Batman being a very like amazing hero, willing to do what it is necessary even to the ultimate limit, and then a crazy twist at the end, which I also thought was amazing. Uh, but I really, really like the interplay between all the characters. Um, I felt like this is the Batman I want to read. There's yeah, it was cool. It was like basically one, like number one was just basically one big action sequence yep. yeah. um, involving all of his like supporting cast. There's some really beautiful emotional stuff that I like got choked up reading. Oh yeah, like yeah. it was yeah. like it was so good. It, it was just... really good. And I'm interested to see what these new characters will bring to the table. Yep. Um, That's the twist. New characters. I will yeah. say the only thing that like Yeah, I guess this is different enough from like the Scott Snyder stuff. Um I would like I think some of this de- some of the rebirth stuff is a little too like nothing. Like too original. Like Oliver Queen feels like a new, fresh take. Right. Um, That's true. The Batman one kind of does. This just feels like a cool Batman. Yeah. But it's like yeah. a good. Yeah. It's it's good. It's definitely really good. I liked it a lot. Um. Yeah. And this is. I mean, this is Tom King's first Batman thing, and I think he. Yeah. He's it, right out of the gate. Is I've been doing really well. Becoming a huge Tom King fan with Sheriff of Babylon and Vision. Uh, Vision yep. is incredible. I don't know so if you guys good. kept up with it, but yeah, it is heartbreaking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's rough. Did you read the issue with Scarlet Witch? Good lord. No. Yeah. Not yet. It's brutal. Uh. Yeah. That was Batman number one. 
Speaking of Batman, next up we have Detective Comics number one. No, wait, it's not number one. It's number 934. What? Why 934? Because comics are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, like, yeah, these so numbers true. do not matter. Uh, but yeah. No, the reason is because DC really wants to put out a Detective Comics 1000. That's yeah. 100% entirely. I thought it was because they wanted to put out so Action Comics 1000. That too. Like, that has That's any kind of meaning. Um, yeah, but whatever. So this is a new Detective Batman comic story. Ignore the number. Just read it. It's the beginning of a story. Yes, it yeah. is. Uh, yeah, so I wait, really... Wait, who's this one? Who's, who does this Oh, one? yeah, who's working on this one? This Kenny is uh, James T. in the fourth who does The Woods, uh, which is one of my favorite comics. And also comics. did yes. uh, a lot of co-writing on Batman, right? Or did, did I thought you were saying he did a lot of cocaine. No, he, he, he co-wrote did. the last issue. No, but before. He, he, did, he like did some s- Batman Eternal. That yeah, he's done Batman stuff Eternal, from time And he did yeah. co-writing with Snyder on Detective. What was the one he worked on with him for a long time? He's, 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 he's done a lot of out. stuff. Yeah. Uh, but it's him and Eddie Barrows, uh, Eber Ferreira, and Adriana Lucas. Um, and this was great. It was really good. Um, yeah, it's basically a story of the Bat family. So Batman um, decides, you know, he needs his, his help. He needs help in the city. Um, and he needs to train up kind of these new younger heroes that are popping up in Gotham. And to do that, he enlists Batwoman. Uh, yes. Who, it's great because this is basically a Batman and Batwoman book with uh, their team. And uh, so uh, I like the team that they've who's on, who's on the formed team? in this. Nick, we got spoiler, it? spoiler alert. Uh, we got um, Red Robin, which is really stupid because uh, he's <laughs> got the double R on his shirt, and I do not like that. <laughs> Why not just make him rob him? <laughs> who else? Who else? Who else? Uh, Stephanie Brown. Yep. And Good old Stephanie Brown. And my favorite. No, that's not my favorite. Well, Cassandra Kane. Cassandra Kane is there. Yeah. yeah. I really. I mean, people really like Cassandra Kane. I'm not kind of new- neutral to it. But Clayface is there. Clayface! And I love <laughs> me some Clayface. This is like Batman animated series Clayface. It's great. He's so good in this issue. Big, bulky, blob looking And Clayface. he's done like all, all of the art on him is like this beautiful watercolor. Yeah. <laughs> it's so beautiful. Uh, it's so, Clayface is so beautiful, guys. <laughs> um, yeah, this was great. I really liked it. I yeah. like all the characters in the inter- 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 interactions. Um, I do not like most of their costumes. <laughs> Uh, spoilers costume, whatever. I don't like Xander Kane's costume and Red Robin's. God, why does he have that double art? It's so stupid. It looks so terrible. Um, but otherwise, I loved it. Clayface looks cool. Yeah, Clayface, Clayface looks, looks amazing. He is not wearing Lumpy a costume, and though. beautiful. He's great. He is beautiful. Everybody else not beautiful, but he is beautiful. Well, I mean, Batwoman still got Batwoman her, her amazing costume. Incredible. She still has always. her like super great design costume. Um, but yeah. I would definitely say check this out. Um, it's really fun. Um, and if you've missed kind of that Bat Family stuff, um, this is the book for you. Yep. And this is more of like a rebirthy thing where like, hey, remember when Batman used to have like a t- team? Friends? A team yeah, and friends. And friends, yeah. <laughs> friends is key. Yeah. Uh, all these ones that were erased. But yeah, so yeah, check it out. If you like Batman, it's a good one. Um, again, not another another rebirth thing that I thought was really good, but not like a particularly new take on anything. But, just uh, but still good, yeah. like solid, yeah. like really good comics. Um, and speaking of not anything particularly new, uh, next up we have Flash Rebirth, number one, by Joshua Williamson, Carmine DiGiomenico, and Evan Placencia. Yeah, so um, this is the first of the Rebirth number ones to really directly follow up on that DC Comics Rebirth like one shot. Yeah, this um, just seems like a sequel to it. Right, which makes sense because it was very Flash-based. Flash right? yeah. But this even brings him back to him working with Batman to sort of solve that right. mystery that is posed at the end of that issue. Um, but yeah, it was really good. So it's still about um, Wally. You know. Well, first it's about Barry and it's right. Barry's like His having perspective. These, well, he's having like these visions and he's like, what do these mean? Am I seeing different time streams? Yeah. And then you find, you know, and then it goes to the part in DC universe rebirth where he meets Wally again. And he's like, Oh, I remember there's a beautiful embrace. It's lovely yeah. in the rain. It's true. It's very <laughs> um, romantic. It's very romantic. It's very yeah. romantic. Their butts look great. Their butts look great. Look, they, r- they run quite a bit. They they look yeah. Well, there's I, a lot of running. There's I a will lot say of I do love uh, Carmine DiGiomenico's art. Uh, I've liked him for a long time. Uh, I think the last thing I remember him doing was X Factor, which was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, he designed some really neat costumes for them. Uh, but yeah, I like his art a lot. So yeah, this is it's partially about um, Barry 
uh, you know, his he is a forensic investigator and there is a mystery that is very close to the one that killed, you know, where his mom died. And so right. part of it is that sort of callback. And then it's also the the right. bringing in of Wallywood and the investigation. Again, like a lot of them, it's a lot of setup. And a lot of the, and unlike a lot of this reverse stuff also, they've kind of gotten back to having that kind of sense of um, old friendships right. within the DC universe. Like, and like old history, like it's funny, like when uh flash visits Batman, he's in his cave and he's like, um, you know, Superman always told me to like, you know, act cool in the cave. <laughs> like, <laughs> be careful what you do. Um, but I don't know. It's it's pretty great. I love it. Yep. Uh, yeah, it was really good. I uh, again, like, not anything terribly fresh. Um, maybe we'll see with Flash Number One. I might have a little different, but solid, good, uh, yeah. very better than it was. <laughs> yeah, and I will say you don't need to be necessarily familiar with Flashpoint to do it. Right. Um, I my familiarity with the Flash is mostly from the television right. show The Flash and I'm totally yeah. And I really love yeah, Joshua Williamson. Go. I love Birthright and Nailbiter. Those are two of my favorite books. Yep. So I'm excited to see where it goes. Yeah. Yeah, that was Flash number 1. Uh next up, we have well, it wasn't Flash number 1. It's Flash Rebirth number 1. Flash number 1. Um, yep. Next up, we have Merry Men number 1 by Robert Rowdy, uh Jackie Lewis and Marissa Louise. So this is a Robin Hood story. Um, trying to throw in a little more historical research into the myth of Robin Hood. Um, with uh, the major difference is that they are emphasizing um, how many, I don't know, just uh, people of non-boring straight sexuality that were <laughs> running around in that time. Yeah. So it's, well, it's basically yeah, the, it's the queer take on Robin Hood and his Merry Men. Yeah, it's like basically the Merry Men are outcasts because of their homosexuality and so they or bisexuality or, or yeah they're things. they're a little bit of everything a lot yeah. of cool stuff in this. um but they're like yeah they're they're together in the fact that they're outcasts um and they're living out in the outskirts and it's from there it just kind of is a darker robin hood story yeah it's it's taking a little the, bit the of the framework that of robin hood as making that as part of the reason that uh right so it becomes a little bit of a different story um but uh like i also like the fact that i guess they're including a little bit of um history of homosexuality in like medieval times and stuff, which yeah. is pretty interesting. Uh, but yeah, I like this. So there's a cool a little bit. essay in the middle of this talking. They're apparently going to feature a different historical person each one. Yeah, and uh, just kind of like how things were actually perceived and stuff back. And then, I, which is it's weird. Cool. Like I, I feel like I know the Robin Hood story, but I feel like I didn't know it when I was reading this. I was like, I, I thought there was something different going on here. Um, what do you think, Kelly? Do you like it? Um. Yeah. Yeah. No. Not so much. No. What do you um, like? It felt a little heavy-handed to me. A little bit. Um, like, I don't know. It really. Yeah. What? <laughs> what part of it? I just, I, I love, I love the inclusion of more queer history, obviously. And I've read um queer versions of Robin Hood in the past. Right. Oh, really? And huh. yeah. Um, and, and this just felt like I don't know. There just was a lack of subtlety that it that wasn't quite for me. Um, yeah. I don't. A thing that doesn't appeal to me uh, when reading queer stories if if is if I, everything in the story is comes down to the people's sexuality. Um, well, I feel like that's a little bit kind like of, that to yeah, me. I don't know. I didn't feel that too much. Like I, the fact that the reason that they were even in the woods was that they right. were all quote unquote merry men, which was the euphemism that right. they use for. Yeah. Being I think that's gay. why. I think that's why I liked about. I thought that was like an interesting reason for them to to be like. I don't know. I guess I there. I wanted something that was that was closer to my, my problem probably was that it wasn't what I was expecting it yeah. to be. About halfway so through, halfway through it becomes a little different. Like I, like I felt, I kind of felt what you were feeling for, for like the first half and the second half. I was like really into it. Cause like it got pretty brutal. I was like, this is a very gray area. Robin Hood, yeah. <laughs> like straight up murdering people. I did like the, um, the, what they did with Will Scarlet, that character. Yeah. I yep. really liked the way they, they introduced that, person and then right. kind of what that reveal was i right. appreciated that a great deal um but yeah no it just i don't think it just wasn't just for a, me a little heavy-handed yep but it was fun um, i'm glad it exists i'm yeah. very glad it exists <laughs> that was merry man number one next up we have star wars han solo number one by marjorie Liu, mark brooks and sonia obak um, oh first of all i will say that uh mark brooks is like leveled up it's crazy uh, good 
I, I mean, I've always been a, like a, a bit of a fan. Like I like I like his art, but the, it's a lot better than I've ever seen it in this. Uh, I Man, mean, sometimes you just gotta finally get to draw Star Wars. Or maybe yeah, that's right? like he's he's inspired. He's like, yeah, draw Star Wars. You can't mess it up when you're drawing Han Solo. Yes, yeah, so this is what a, oh I said who is by yeah yeah. So um, one of the drums that I've been beating for a while now is the fact that um, all of these like great Marvel Star Wars books that they've been that they've been putting out um, hasn't has been all dudes. Doing the on the creative side of oh, writing yeah. and drawing. I was gonna say this uh, is about ex- dudes, right? No, but <laughs> with the exception of Terry Dotson on colors on um, on Princess right. Leia, it's all been dudes. Right. And so when they introduced, when they announced that Marjorie Lee was writing Han Solo, I like lost my mind. Like, what? Um, and she absolutely kills it. Um, so this is another one of it's another one of those sort of intermediary books that takes place after A New Hope. Um, and in this case, it is about. Uh, Han Solo going on, well, he joins a race and he's doing it in order to get information from um, rebel right. spies. But the really interesting thing about it is sort of his position within the rebellion of and the like fact. Figuring out what he's doing with right, it. Right. And, and the fact that he's being used at all is because he's so out of the loop. Um, yeah, I like the fact that it starts off with him uh, not understanding what to do with the fact that he was feeling feelings. Yeah, well, the fact that he, he's like, oh, do I have. Do I have a moral code now? Did yeah, I accidentally like, acquire? Why do, I, why do I keep turning down these jobs? <laughs> yeah, they're exactly. really easy and like I can make a lot of money. Um, yeah, so the, the the character stuff with him is great. The relationship stuff with him and Leia is really, really good. Yeah. It's it's played in a way that it absolutely fits into the way they are at the beginning of Empire Strikes Back. Um, yeah. It's, I like the kind of like wacky races uh, characters that are that he's racing against. Opponents. Right. Yeah. I loved all of the. They all aliens have like distinct this. personality. I like the really old yeah, alien, the big blue like, alien. Yeah, the almost immortal alien. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so yeah, I, good. I, I, I think the only thing I didn't, I didn't like when I because when I started reading this, I was like, I hope this isn't about smuggling or racing. And I was like, <laughs> oh, man, it's about smuggling and racing. <laughs> <laughs> well, but by the end, smuggling. I like really liked yeah. it. Yeah. Um, no, I was I was reading this and I was thinking like it's, it's very fun that Han Solo prequel movie that I'm not at all interested in. If it was about this, I would be into it. Like that's <laughs> that's how racing. I felt about this. I like, hope we get to see him run the do the Kessel run. No, I don't think I don't think nah. he's gonna do that again. No, in the movies, I mean. Oh right. No. I think oh, we, I, think I don't man. think we need. It's to see totally. That. Is. We don't no. need to, but I bet they will. hundred no. percent. Move on. It's gonna move be on. about the Kessel run and how many parsecs he ran. It. Oh my lord. <laughs> uh, also, parsecs not like a measure. Of like no, it's actually um, <laughs> it's like a measure of distance. I saw this inter- <laughs> or not distance. Yeah, it's yeah, it's distance. distance. Right. I saw this really interesting argument. Um, I saw that too <laughs> about how it's it, stupid. It, it becomes about how how much time you shave off of it. Yeah, like how many shortcuts you take. Yeah. Like how many you cut <laughs> down. P- on you're the bragging of about having cheated. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which there, okay. There have been many many nerds attempting to make that a cooler right. statement, but yeah, I think it was just George Lucas is right. Yeah. It's just like Parsec sounds, sounds right, but I <laughs> am willing to believe. Cool. I'm willing to believe that Han Solo was bragging about having yeah. cheated. That's true. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm so cool that, that was Star Wars Han Solo number one. Uh, next up, we have Superman Action Comics number nine hundred and fifty-seven. My lord! Uh, do you guys remember issue nine hundred and fifty-six? That's because nope. it doesn't exist. Oh um, really? True. <laughs> yeah, no. Well, no, they're counting like the other action. Com- I guess the nine fifty six was Action Comics fifty two. Oh, yep. right, okay, <laughs> that's great. Um, but yeah, anyway, so I hope they do reprintings of every single one of those. Yep, like again the with the stupid unnecessary numbering. Just <laughs> make it a number one. Nobody cares. I guess some some <laughs> people care, but I don't really care. Um, so yeah, it's by Dan Jurgens, Patrick Zercher, and Tom. Oh man, how do you say it? Tommy Moray. Uh, First of all, I, I love Patrick Zercher. Yeah, uh, I saw this. I was like, "Oh, Nick." I've been super into mind. him for a long time. He did this Terror, Terror Inc. miniseries years ago that was super good. Um, and his art here is great. Uh, and this was a really crazy like super, like this is like this fully embraces the complete madness of what's going on with Superman. It's like he's got a kid. Uh, there was another Superman. Uh, Lex Luthor is kind of Superman. Uh, so yeah, it starts off with him. Uh, Lex Luthor kind of breaking up these criminals and declaring that I'm Superman now and I'm here to protect the city. And then Superman, this Superman, who is the original Superman, but from another dimension. And this has fought the other Lex Luthor in his original world, which is is all this is is very confusing. It sounds so stupid saying it. But uh, (laughs) he's like, I know Lex Lex Luthor's up to no good. So he shaves his beard. 
and puts on the costume and goes out to fight Lex Luthor. Yeah, we messed up the continuity because we talked about Superman Rebirth yeah, and Superman Rebirth number one, and this issue actually came out between those two. Yeah. So you miss the like seminal moment of him shaving, of superheating a shard of glass and then shaving his beard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, reflecting a piece of glass onto his face, basically Classic. shaving with his own uh, heat vision. Yeah, which um, I did not understand. I had to like read that panel three times. Oh, that reminds me. Oh, they, they've definitely done that before. I could like, not figure it out. Sorry to go like, off on a what tangent. Else, what but... would cut? Superman's beard. His he's like super strong. He's own, oh you don't have like Lord. a super razor. His own heat. Uh, kryptonite razor. <laughs> to go off on a tangent, uh, for a second, uh, X Men, the X Men Apocalypse, Cyclops's eye beams burn things. It's not right. That's not how that it's works. Not how it works. No. <laughs> yeah, it sets fire to things and melts things. Oh really? Like, That's not how his power works. You need to write a letter, Nick. I do. You I should. need to write a strongly worded <laughs> letter about why you're writing the new X Men movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So. Yeah, Superman comes and fights Lex Luthor and is like, you're not Superman, I'm Superman. And then even though Lex Luthor really didn't do anything, <laughs> he's like kind of a jerk. But um, but he knows that Superman's yeah. up to, I mean, that Lex Luthor's ultimately, you know, a bad guy. Um, it's not mentioned here, but uh, Lex Luthor currently rules Apocalypse also. Yeah, that doesn't, they didn't go into that <laughs> at all. That. Uh, also, another note tidbit. <laughs> random Clark Kent shows up and I was like, Oh, what? <laughs> yeah. What is happening? There's already too many Superman. Well, there's going to be like four Superman comics or Superman comics coming out. So this is just, it's going to get yeah, crazy. But I'm like, well, why? Well, one of them is not Clark, so. Yeah, I was like, why yeah. is there Clark Kent? Um, and then Doomsday shows up. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> not again. What yeah. is happening? Uh, but somehow I still liked it. <laughs> one thing I really didn't like about this is that the whole like Superman, Lois, and Clark series was about them like being a unit and like, right. you know, staying, staying together and staying in the shadows. And he like sees Lex Luthor on TV and so doesn't, I'm out. Yeah, he doesn't discuss it with, doesn't say anything to yeah. Lois. He's just like, okay, beard gone, goodbye. <laughs> yeah. And then they're 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 watching this on TV, and they're like, and Jonathan literally is like, oh, I guess Dad's out about this. It's now? really weird because like it didn't <laughs> seem like he even needed to do anything because Lex Luthor pretty much just saved the city and was. He just was like, just so mad about Lex Luthor yeah. being there. I know, that's it. It's like really, it's like you're doing this out of spite. Supposed to calm down a little. It seems like a really weak reason. Yeah, on his but part. I love the art. Um, and I like that it was like just completely insane. <laughs> like what was happening from page to page i was just like what yep <laughs> but i loved it uh for some reason um and i'll keep reading it um hopefully patrick Jr. continues to draw it uh i don't know if is this one of the by i think they all oh, are man bi-weekly. a lot of them are Ugh. i don't know how i sure feel about that <laughs> i think i'm gonna fall way behind on some of these books real fast yeah uh yeah that was actually comics number one or 957 <laughs> nice try uh oh yeah in two weeks Ooh. uh yeah so Next up, we have Tales from the Dark Side, number one, by Joe Hill, uh, Gabriel Rodriguez, Michael Bendetto, and Ryan Hill. Uh, if you don't know, Joe Hill and Gabriel Rodriguez are the guys who worked on Lock and Key, which also in the back of this, there's more Lock and Key coming out, apparently. <laughs> uh, some kind of Lock and Key story. Super um, weird. Yeah, so you know what Tales from the Dark Side is? Uh, it's an old school anthology of kind of horror stories. Um was it? I think it was just sh- in show form, right? Was it like anything as far else? As was I it know. actual yeah. sto- like books or anything? Maybe. Because um, I know Tales from the Crypt started as comics, and then that was like a TV show. Um, but I think Tales from the Dark Side was a show, if I'm not mistaken. Anyway, um, so there's a horror anthology with different stories. I don't know if Joe Hill is doing all of them, but I hope so because I really like this one. Well, this one's adapted. It says um, so. That's why I was curious if this was a short story he'd written. It might be. He writes, he writes a lot of and stories. And Michael Benedetto just adapted it to comics. So. Right. Um, yeah, so basically it's about a guy who uh, is a lifeguard and he's into, like, he just wants to party and, like, spend his summer, like, doing nothing. Just, like, you know, sleeping with girls and doing drugs and blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, teenager stuff. <laughs> um, and then he falls asleep while as on lifeguard duty and somebody dies uh, while he's asleep. And he he gets you know he goes to court, but he gets get he gets off because um, she would have died anyway. Because she would have died anyway. And then the husband is is uh, you know out to kill him. And at the same time, like because of this, like some kind of cosmic event happens uh, where he everyone around him just instantly falls asleep when they see him, um, which is kind of like I guess because he fell asleep you know on lifeguard duty, so like now it's kind of punishment. But yeah, so it gets pretty crazy i i like the concept of him having to cover his face because if anybody saw him they would fall asleep and it leads to some interesting scenarios uh but yeah it's like a good little like um just short horror story and actually very emotional ending 
Um, kind of depressing ending, but very emotional. And That's the way to do it. I liked it quite a bit. Um, I hope that all of these are by him. Um, but we'll yeah. see. I don't have no idea actually. Yeah, we'll find out. Yeah, that was Tales from the Dark Side, everyone. Check it out, especially if you like, you know, horror stuff. Uh, that was that. And next up is Weird Detective Number One by Fred Van Lente, Gu, Guyu, uh, Villanova, uh, Mauricio Wallace, and Josanna Gonzalez. Well, I'm terrible at some of these names. Uh, yeah, so this is, uh, I, this really came out of nowhere. Um, and I haven't written, read a lot by Fred Van Lente in a while. I used to be into his, like, did Hercules for a while, and I, I like that a lot. Um, but I had no idea what to, what to expect from this, and uh, I was pleasantly surprised. I liked the art a lot. Um, it's it remind me a little bit of uh, man names names names. Who drew Ex Machina? Tony Harris. Uh, oh, yeah. Might be a little bit of Tony Harris. Yeah. And, like I hadn't seen that kind of style in a while. Um, yeah, but it's basically about this detective who is weird. Uh, he has apparently extra senses that we don't have. He can talk to cats. Um. Well, so it sets him up and originally you kind of in the beginning, you get this like sort of weird avant like Sherlock Holmes kind of vibe right. of like, you know, let him have the room. He's got his methods right. sort of thing. Yeah, he just trusts his methods. And, and by he's, like he's always worked on his own. And so nobody's ever questioned him before. But now all of a sudden he has a partner. Right. Uh, and then by the middle, you're like, oh, he's an alien. Right. Uh, in a human's body. Um, <laughs> and can definitely talk to cats. But I, I yeah, I really liked it. I, I like that. Like. So he's trying to solve this these murders that are happening where these people are getting t- t- like the first person they find like everything is out of their body except their skin. Um, they're, they're just kind of a lump of skin that shows up in a pool. Uh, somebody gets sucked out a toilet. Uh, there's a lot of horrible deaths in this, but they all seem to be tied together um, and tied to kind of why he's on Earth. And I really liked that. And I liked like it was it was really insane. <laughs> like it was like. For most of it, it was like, oh, normal, he's fighting these criminals, and like, oh, these mob guys have this guy kidnapped. Oh, wait, there's lizard people and like some kind of giant monster. Yeah. Um, and it's very Lovecraftian, and yeah, there's a lot of Lovecraft stuff of like sci-fi, like on the sci-fi side, where people like travel to other dimensions by swip- switching bodies with aliens. Right. So it's clearly riffing on a lot of those. Stories yeah, because and stuff. he, you see the detective's actual body yep. yeah and it's crazy looking yeah. uh and i i, th- I like the uh, the thing that i like the most about this is i, I like the kind of like fish out of water thing and i like that he's like he doesn't know it like one of the p- parts that like crack me up is he's in a oh, yeah, car he, he keeps talking everybody's he, everything excuse for him is that he's canadian yeah. yep <laughs> <laughs> which just covers a lot yeah uh yeah, well, at one point part? he like doesn't know what things are, and he's like, "We do not have gay in Canada," which because he just didn't know what gay meant. Well, and then, so his partner is gay, and yeah. so and she says to him like, "Oh, I kind of read you as being gay," and he's like, "Yeah, we don't have that," and she's like, "All right, buddy." No, but then she's like, <laughs> "She's like, you're really repressed. Like, what? You're gonna tell me they don't have hockey in Canada?" And then like you see him on his phone googling hockey, but he's spelled H A K I. He's like, "What is H A K I?" That cracked me up That's so yeah. much. Amazing. Uh, that. That was like the part where I was like, "All right, I'm in. You're this is great." Yeah. Um, I like I like his partner a lot. Um, yeah, I like she's her. a very interesting character. Um, and she's like kind of sent there to be his partner to basically look up and look after him and see why what's going on with him because he's real weird. Yeah. Um, I like the coroner. <laughs> I liked all of the cast. Um, I liked a lot of it. I hated the love like the stuff. You don't like Lovecraft. I don't stuff. like the Lovecraft stuff. But I like oh, the way uh, I love I like the way the Lovecraft stuff was in here. It's basically yeah. like he's on Earth to to kind of figure out how to stop these Lovecraftian beings from destroying Earth and in turn stop them from destroying his home planet. And I like that. It's, I don't it's know. Not I think as I like, would have preferred a more like explicit sort of like alien it's not type as, thing. It's kind of like it that. Is. It's, it's, not, it's, not as mu- it's not as much of the Lovecraftian like mind messing stuff. Yeah. Like it's more like straightforward. Like these are just giant monsters. It's more like Hellboy in that yeah. respect, I guess. But yeah, it's great. And uh, also, I'm pretty sure this was two issues in one. It was double size, but, but I think it was yeah. actually supposed to be two issues. Because, like, where it ends in the middle break. is it's definitely like a, like a cliffhanger, cliffhanger, and then it starts yeah. in like a completely different scene. So, yeah. uh, but either way, it's great. There you go. Um, double size, three ninety nine. Yeah, out of nowhere. I don't even know. I didn't even expect this to. Use. I didn't even want to read it at first. <laughs> then Miranda was like, "Read this. It's great." And it was. There you go. I was weird detective number one. Next up, we have. Wonder Woman Rebirth number one by Greg Rucka, Matthew Clark, Sean Parson, Liam so Sharp, Jeremy people. Caldwell, and Laura Martin. Uh, yeah. Yes. So fortunate number of artists in the shows. Well, yeah. part of it's they are doing two sections of art. So. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't I don't know. It definitely suffered for having changed changing artists three times. But um so this is this was another one of the rebirth number ones that was sort of exposition heavy. Um this specifically But it also was, set up a little bit of a story, I guess. Yeah, so well, so for the most part, it's very much sort of reflecting on who Wonder Woman is. And in the beginning, it's a lot of stuff that's like, you know, you, I didn't need right. to see all of this over again. But it's then, definitely like the same thing where like Wonder Woman's like trying to find her place in the world, right. which is kind of like what always yeah. it's always about. Exactly. But you get to this really great scene in the middle where she actually wraps her own lasso of truth around her arm right. and asks asks it, who who am I? Right. Um. And then she answers herself. And it's really cool. Right. And it and seems like this will be a story about story and like how the stories of her change and why, yeah, so why they change. And apparently the two the the two ongoing well so the Wonder Woman ongoing is going to be it'll switch artists every other issue like all of these are going to. And yeah, that's what I liked about this. I like that this is a different kind of bi monthly. Yeah. Book. And one of them is going to be sort of looking forward and one of them is going to be sort of looking back. Yeah, one is like uh the re- like a regular ba- Wonder Woman story and the other one's a year one. Like, like yeah. the origin days, story. Yeah. So, they call it Wonder Woman Year One. Yep. So th- in that case, like this was a really as it is an issue setting that up, it worked really well. But yeah, I I didn't like that they switched artists so much. And you yeah. get to the end and it's Liam Sharp. Is that right? Yeah. Sharp, who's yep. going to be doing, uh, who's going to be one of the regular artists going forward. And you're like, oh, it's this is great. great. Oh, and also Nicholas <laughs> Scott's going to be doing the year one. Yeah. Stuff, so and she exciting. was she was on um, Black Magic with Rucka. So that's yeah. that's a great Pretty team. awesome. Uh, yeah. So that was Wonder Woman, Rebirth number one. And that was it for our podcast. What was Woo. your favorite? We made it. Oh, man. What was my favorite? Was a lot of good stuff. I think Weird Detective, oddly enough. Yeah. I, it was like the most. A different interesting concept and i like the concept yeah. a lot and i like the jokiness of it and i it was good it was just a very different thing that i hadn't read in a while it's good cool. that was it what about you guys han solo han solo, han solo was great yeah. yeah um i'll do batman like the rebirth was batman like i said was i was a little good. disappointed yeah. but batman one was like it was the kind of good. big crazy action i want out of my yeah, super it was like balls of all action yeah. like yeah. It was non-stop amazing. Um, and Batman was so Batman being smart it. too. Yeah, that's yes. like a rare thing for the detective. And like yeah. you know, calling on colleagues yeah. in a responsible Crazy. way, which is cool. It's yeah. good. It was very good. Uh, yeah, that's all for our podcast. Ooh, another long one. Yeah. Again, if you want to send us questions, send them to uh, whatever. Skin podcast touch. at Gmail. Podcast at Big or Planet find Comics. Us on Gmail. The no. no. Podcast absolutely. at bigplanetcomics.com. My God. Yeah. I'm very tired. <laughs> Podcast at bigplanetcomics.com. It will come to my <laughs> Gmail. <laughs> yeah, good grief. There you go. Just send uh, it to us. Or find us on the social medias. We're around. Yeah. All right, guys. <laughs> Until next time. Good See night.